0: I, like I, I don't get why that is, why that's like such an appealing thing to do. And it kind of separates them. Um, and it puts the pastor in a place where now you don't know if you can really connect to him. Because now you don't think that he understands the same things that you do. Because he just sectioned himself off from that. But he's the guy that you should be wanting to talk to.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Social Media Church podcast. My name is Aaron, and I'm one of the co-hosts on this podcast. I am not joined today by my friend, Nils Smith. Nils is actually at a men's retreat uh, at one of the largest churches in America. Uh, he is hanging out with James River Church. Uh, at their men's retreat. And so Nils, I hope you're having a great time. I don't know if you go in the forest or whatever you're doing out there, but I am joined. I, I will be in good company today. And so will each of you. Uh, because we have already, I think, uh, the guest that's on today, we have probably recorded. Well, not recorded. That's the problem. We have had the conversation of at least five or six, or maybe even 10 Uh, episodes worth, podcast episodes worth of content uh, at our desk together. And this person has been mentioned multiple times on the podcast because I feel like all of my good insider information comes from this guy. Uh, I'm really excited to have one of those conversations actually recorded today. Um, Sam is joining us on the podcast, the Sam, the one, the only. Uh, I'm not even going to try to say your last name. I think it's more fun if our audience just knows you as Sam. And I do feel like you're going to (laughs) be the resident, (laughs) the resident like guest on this podcast. Um, but I'm going to let Sam introduce himself to you. Sam is an incredible, um, not only an incredible person, but also an incredible graphic designer. He has an incredible eye. He also has a great pulse on uh, me as a 30 year old, but also all of the people that are younger than me that are not in my generation. And I think Sam does a beautiful job of sitting in between both of those seats and he can speak Speak both of those languages. We don't even know what we're going to talk about today. We're just going to take it and run with it, but you're in for a treat. Uh, We will probably cover things like graphic design. We're going to cover things like how do you reach the next generation? We're going to talk about those platforms that you're probably not as familiar with, but I guarantee in the next few years you will be familiar with and you'll probably come back to this podcast to listen to all the things that Sam wanted to talk about it. But Sam, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. This is long overdue. Maybe just introduce yourself to our social media church audience.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me on here. Um, this is crazy. This is my like, first podcast. I actually... like First one of your life? I, yeah. I'm actually nervous right now, <laughs> and it's weird because I'm at my setup where I'm streaming to a bunch of random people, but yes. like, I'm like, oh God, what am I going to say? Uh, but yeah, um, I'm Sam D. I go by Sam the D. Sam D um, all together, like the Sam D. All uh, online on socials and everything like that. Um, I've been graphic designing um, in the church world, like the ministry world, for like about three, four years now. Um, I actually started at an internship, so that was really cool. I had no previous uh, graphic design skill before three, four years ago, and
1: I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so you got into the internship, and they're like, "Hey, you look young enough. Why don't you start making graphics?" And you started learning.
0: So I wanted to do social media, um, and they had already had so many social media interns that the internship uh, lady was like, "Hey, um, you ever thought about graphic design?" And I was like, "What is that?" And she was like, you, uh, like it's all on like a laptop. You'd be using a computer." And I was like, "I like computers. I'm in. Like this is a steal." So. Um, yeah, so I just and then you learned. Did they put you yeah. through
1: like classes or anything, or did you just go on YouTube and you just started learning?
0: Um, so the church that I was interning at, I think it was. It's a pretty sizable church down in, um, I guess, like South North Texas.
1: South North, I was like,
0: yeah, South North Texas. Just Texas so like, is the just only state like,
1: in the world uh, that you can <laughs> say that of it's the South <laughs> North part.
0: So, um, so I was over there. Um, it's was, it was a pretty sizable church and. Um, I get there my first day of internship without the orientation, everything. And my creative director at the time goes and hands me his laptop, asks if I have a laptop. I don't at that point, um, hands me his laptop and says, all right, cool. We're working on the sermon series. Um, I have all the assets already here. Uh, you get to make it wow. and we need it for Sunday. And I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> and so I was like, Bro, I've never opened Photoshop. Um, I had a Mac at home. Like, I used a Mac, I think, all through, I guess, a little bit through high school. So it's like I wasn't unfamiliar on the OS, but it was like, okay, I got to learn all these tools. I don't have any clue what I'm doing. I honestly can barely see color just because of being colorblind. I'm like, this is gonna be. the best story of a this is the best, awful, is like a gra- the is the best
1: graphic designer origin story you've
0: ever heard. Yeah. and so um, he didn't. It, it's not that like he didn't expect much from me in that moment. He just knew instantly how to call me higher yeah. in that, and it was like I've honestly I've never seen that like so quick. I guess in my life where it's like everyone likes to give you a little test before. Yes. So like yeah, hey, go. And he's like, yeah, no, I haven't finished it. Um, you're here on the team now. Yeah, go for it and like in it was good to know that even though like he hadn't done it and i was supposed to do it there was like a safety net of him being like oh here try this move this um but yeah it was it was crazy i don't know how i even was able to survive but man
1: that what i love like when i hear that story and sh- sam has never shared this with me so we we've never talked about his his origin story as a as a graphic designer but what stands out to me is Two things. The first is that you had a leader that was like, "Okay, just do it," and they actually gave you the full reins. Like they, they yeah. gave it to you completely. I want in, in a second. I'd love to talk about even just um, this up and coming generation because you you and what I love about you, you even have reservations about calling it Generation Z, uh, and so we probably will not reference that generation uh, on the podcast. But we're going to be talking about a younger generation of people, um, but. So I'm curious to even hear maybe how that lands on uh, the next generation, uh, having a leader that would do something like that. And the second thing that stands out to me is it wasn't – because I think we do one of two extremes. Either we fake hand the reins or we fully hand the reins and then we peace out. And the second thing that stood out to me is that he didn't peace out on you either. He, he fully gave you control, but he was also like, I'm going to sit, it's almost like when you're uh, learning to drive and your parent can't leave the car, but they also are not in control of what's happening at all. Uh, And so I love that illustration that your leader had with you of, I'm going to give you the full control. Like you're going to be in the driver's seat, you're on the wheel, your feet are on the gas and brakes Um, but I'm also not leaving the car. Like you're not just going to go drive away. Uh, and I think that that's a really unique leadership ability that we should all strive towards is being really quick and confident to hand something like that away. Uh, and our confidence comes from the fact that we're still going to be walking by them, but we're not going to be, um, waste, I don't want to say wasting our time, uh, allocating our time, doing something that somebody else could honestly do. And that's going to propel them and set them up to actually become a really great asset to the body of Christ. But I'm curious, Sam, maybe what was your experience of that? And then maybe what would be some practical handles? Like, let's just stay there. Let's dive into that. What would be practical handles that like the leaders that are listening to this podcast could take uh, and then replicate to the Sam's that God has entrusted to them? (laughs)
0: Um, I definitely do think that um, the way my like my heart was positioned to be there, uh, like I was all in. Right. So that was like the one thing. It's like I wanted to be there. I was there and I was in it. Um, And so I wanted to do my best. And I think that that was very obvious and he could see that um and then not only that is um i told them how like how much i had been using the computer like i started using the computer when i was two three years old right windows i had windows 95 i was i was born in 2000 so it's like that like, crazy and then and then i 95 to 98 and then you jump you know and you're all over but like i i told them like hey i you give me a mouse you give me a keyboard i know what i'm doing Um, so I can fully like handle going to YouTube by myself and finding out what I need to find. I just need to get the words from you to know what I need to search for. Um, and so knowing, just knowing the limitations on me already, just from a conversation that we had was, I think one of the key factors as to why he was just like, here, take it, um, run with it. Um, also I did have a guide. It wasn't like, it was not from scratch. Um, that's a good word. And so having a little guideline, having a little template that was there, um, but not saying, Hey, you have to stick to this template. It was more like, Hey, um, use all the stuff that I've given you and put your spin on it and see what you can come up with. And I, I remember him being like, if it sucks, I'm going to tell you and we're just going to fix it. Um, so it's like this whole, just like, Trusting that person is going to do what they are there to do, yep. but also supporting them enough to where they don't feel like, oh my gosh, this is daunting. Like I am just on the edge of a cliff. This is awful. Like wow. there, yeah, there is a bridge. You, you can cross it. Yes. It's just a little, it's a little rickety. It's yeah, a little rickety, it's a little, little rickety. Can can and we're going to
1: make it better together. Uh, that's, that's amazing. That's awesome. So did, uh, did it suck?
0: Um. Thankfully, the assets that were provided to me uh, it actually was pretty good. Nice. <laughs> um, I, I think I dug on the website one time to tried to find it. Um, but it wasn't that bad. I thought it was gonna be worse, but the assets were so good that there was no way I could, it, there was no way I could have done a bad job and That's I didn't awesome. even know. So it was very much like, okay, drag this here yes. I drag it here. But to me, I was like, this is crazy. Like I could literally make anything right now. I was like, give me t-shirts. Yes. Um, but they did try to give me T-shirts, and I could not do it. It was awful. That was like uh, I sucked at doing that's merch. that's
1: hilarious. I'm so, like I'm so glad, which is great because you're doing T-shirts now and you're doing merch now, and you're one of the people that loves fashion. I think more than anybody else I know. Uh, so that's really hilarious too. That like even your apparel origin story is just terrible. Um, but that okay. So your leader gave you. I mean, I don't want to. Let's not patronize young Sam, but like it was, it was ninety percent of the way there. Maybe it was even eighty. Like it was, yeah. it was mostly baked, uh, which I think 100%. is actually like I'm learning so much from your leader right now. Of like it was ninety percent baked, so there it was like a high percentage of chance that you were going to succeed. Also, you felt like you did it in autonomy because you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then afterwards you have all of this confidence uh, and so i was going to ask what was that second project that your leader gave you and and maybe it was the merch maybe it wasn't what was that second yeah. project and and what did the process look like there because obviously now you're literally just thrown Dirt and mud, not, not because, not because it's not good, but because it's just completely unformed. It's like a ball of clay on the wheel. And they're like, Sam, I don't even want to suggest anything because whatever you're going to do with it is going to be awesome. And so I'm just curious how, how, what were some of those early steps? That's a cool first step. But then like as a leader, sometimes it's like, okay, well, do I, do I do that again? And then you, as a leader, you're just continuing to do ni- things that are 90% of the way there. And then that person's role is yeah. the last 10%, which is patronizing. Even if you're giving them all of the last 10%, that's yeah, still yeah, yeah. not like developing them. So what were some of those next steps after you were given that first task?
0: Yeah, so I definitely, I think I got like more hands-on on the next part. Um, it was really cool because he did, at that time I did finally get my laptop um, that I still use to this day. Nice. Nice. Um, shout out to technology for lasting that long. Um, but it's like once I got my laptop, he actually gave me a file of all like these like assets, little like um, we call them eye candy. So it was just kind of like that stuff. So um, I wasn't really having to come up with that stuff. Um, I was just having to like kind of drag it, put it on there. But I was able to um, see what colors. Okay, I have to use these colors you you handed me like kind of like a branding guide in the sense like for the church and being like okay and so i just went and i did like one two three and i was going um and sometimes i'd nail it and sometimes i wouldn't um and then another part in that was uh very much just i just had the right like words to search on youtube and if i didn't i was literally i felt like i was like um this like the like audio visual description because i would literally have to be like how do i shrink a rectangle and make it a circle and they would be like rounded rectangle and i was like yeah that's yeah that's what i wanted it was like i want the corners rounded and i just kind of started and then from there i started being able to like narrow it down just search 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 um and then also asking questions to him and being like does this look good like, kind of annoying him, I feel like. Yeah. I don't think he saw it as annoying, but to me, I'm like, that probably would have sucked after, like, the fifth time, and I haven't <laughs> changed, like, anything. I moved it to the right, and he's like, is this good? Yes. Um, but definitely that, and just being like, yes, no, here's what I would do. Um. Shows that, but we could still use yours. Like, kind of like that, like, trade-off. Like, here, here's what I would do. Um. Wow. You could use that. Or just do this, but take some of the ideas from it, and just kind of just leave it, like, open.
1: Man. That that is, ah, I love this so much. Uh, there's so touching down on the searching part. Do you think searching for those words? This is something that I've wondered. I've never articulated this question. This is the perfect time to ask the question. D- is uh, this up and coming generation that um, literally has grown up on a search bar? Mm-hmm. D- is that an innate gift that? this up and coming generation just has like understanding how to search or is that, and I know there's some unique parts, like, because yeah. I personally know you, I know there's some unique wiring that you have in this area. In, in, and I think that maybe our uh, artists and graphic designers, I almost said creatives, uh, but we, we, that's a whole nother conversation as well um, that, that that artists and graphic designers have to be able to take something and actually provide the right language to it, whether that's doing it with color, whether that's doing it with design. Um, but you also have translated that to a search bar. But I'm curious, yeah. this up and coming generation, is that something that they just, that's a tool that they have that all of them um, have?
0: I think that um, everyone knows how to use a search bar. And I think that as ages start like going down, um, that the use of the search bar becomes better. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen your parents try to search something on Google and you are watching over their shoulder and you're freaking out because why would they use that word to search that? Cause you know, it's going to land them on something all the way. Um, but I have seen from other people, my age um, I, I think that it is a skill of yep. um, how do you get to where you want to go um, and understanding how um, I guess Google works because, uh, I mean, whenever I was in school, there was like Bing started getting introduced and uh, I used Bing to get free gift cards. So that was really cool. Um, you had to do three searches per day. Um, and so me and my friend would just go and search three times and get like Microsoft points or whatever and then get a gift card. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, but with learning that, I realized like if I search this on Bing, but if I search this on Google, it's like two different like uh, results. Interesting. And so... I uh, would started like kind of figuring out how to narrow Google searches and then um, just spending time on the internet and just searching literally everything and just being like the curious person that I am. I just kept going and searching and searching and searching. So now it's like, if someone is like, ah, do you know, do you remember that song from like the two thousands that starts with like, yes, the word see and you're I've like,
1: s- I've seen you do, okay. I've seen you do this because I and feel like I'm like, asking Whoa. this question.
0: But it's like, it's really hard. And like also now with like the introduction of like the ads now that roll up and now the ad gets pushed to the top. And totally. I don't know if you've ever but seen But you also understand look, that though. Like
1: even that is you, part you of the to, language yeah, because 200%. you're like, okay, I'm going to skip the first three because someone paid for me to see them. But the actual answer is going to be number four, five or six. And, and, and also those ads were created and are really good for that older generation that has wallets where it's like, Oh, I searched for this, but now I'm distracted. And I'm going to go with uh, this thing that I have no idea what it is, but it was at the top.
0: Yep. The top result is something that everyone got so used to, um, to where I think even on the app store now you will search something and your top result won't even be the app that you're looking for. You have to scroll now.
1: Um, You want to know where this pet is a pet peeve of mine? This is is kind of a rabbit trail, a pet peeve. When this started happening on uh, at the time, it would have been Google Maps. I don't know if um, this is a thing on Apple Maps, but it for sure was on Google Maps where it's not giving me the fastest one, but it's giving me... (laughs) I'm like, why would you do that? This is not an appropriate application for... By the way, I'm all for this, like Google reading my mind, like all of these things, whatever. <laughs> that was one area where I'm like, Google, this is over the line. This, this yeah. is making my experience terrible. That's not what I wanted. I wanted the closest one and you gave me the one that somebody paid for. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I just needed to offload that. That was just no, a good. little bit of therapy. Thank you for, thank for, you for me, everyone yeah, who's listening. Sam, us. appreciate you.
0: Um, but yeah, definitely. I do think that going back to it, like searching is definitely a skill. And yes. so it's really hard to tell someone like, hey, I learned how to do this on YouTube or it's like, everyone's like, Oh, YouTube university. But I will say just in the same level that there's like private colleges, public colleges, top public colleges, low public colleges, JUCOs. I think the same thing applies to YouTube in terms of quality of the video and how you search will lead you to that because oh. people are like, Oh yeah, I love using YouTube. Yeah. I, I use it to learn everything. And then you watch the video that they're like watching. And you're like, what? what are you learning? Cause this is not good. You could learn that in five seconds from this other guy who made a 10 second video on what you're studying for like 13 minutes. Like this is not worth it at all. Um, and I think your search skill definitely relates to um, what information you're getting, where you're getting and how fast you're learning it.
1: That's right. And all of this, I'm, as I was listening to your answer, I was um reminded that that's so true. I've never articulated that and I have absolutely been the proponent of YouTube University. I have a major issue with how much debt people come out of mm-hmm. uh, because certain skill sets just don't need to go to college and you can and you can have a legit career. Um, but I never thought about if you don't know how to search, you're actually going to get videos and you aren't discerning in the type of videos you could be going to a community college when really there's a, a shorter version actually. So like you're saving time, time is money, yeah. uh, of like the Harvard of this video uh, and you just missed it, but you searched the wrong thing and and didn't have discernment in that way. Uh, But as I was listening to you answer, I realized, okay, our audience might be really confused why we're talking about this. The reason that I took the conversation here and that I was asking Sam about this is uh, I was curious if if this next generation, if the search bar thing is innate, because if it is, that means there are conversations that you can be having with the sams in your churches and in your ministries who may not have the skills yet but they have the drive they have the desire they have the buy in where they know how to search and they know how to lead themselves to water where they don't actually need you to lead them to water they don't even need you to like have them sit off to their right and you click on your mouse and you're typing on your keyboard like they don't even need that this innate skill of being able to search and find what they're looking for because the internet. Um, and and they're able to do that. And so I was curious if this was a Sam thing, or if this was just kind of anybody that grows up with a search bar. And I think what I'm hearing you say, Sam, is that it's basically anybody that's growing up with a search bar. And so you can trust that you you can introduce a completely new skill and be like, hey, I see these things in you. It actually, because of my life that I've lived, I'm a little bit older than you, a little bit further down the road, which I think it used to mean, which means I'm gonna teach you. Now I think what it means is, I've identified these things in you because I've seen people like you before, and I'm going to call you into this, but I'm not gonna show you how to do it because you know how to do it, because you have the internet. And uh, and empowering them is almost allowing them to research it for themselves uh, because chances are they probably might find a better way to do it than how you or I, even as a 30-year-old, 31-year-old, how I even learned how to do it and permissing them. That's what I'm hearing when you're talking, Sam, Mm -hmm. is permissing this next generation or permissing these younger leaders, particularly in a creative space, hey, there's new molds being made all the time to get the same results and actually probably more creative and better results just because you don't know where it is doesn't mean they don't know where it is. They don't know the skill you've empowered them to go get the skill. And then you, you see what they come up with.
0: Yeah. Uh, like a hundred percent on that. I also feel like it's, um, also one thing to like make sure that whoever you are working with and helping in that space is to make sure that they're like curious. Um, because I think a lot of the good searches that you find the good, uh, facts that you find that like shortcuts that you find out are from being curious. And so it's that thing where I think a lot of the times we're like, um, like the staying teachable part of being a leader. Like you want to be a great leader, stay teachable. But what's the other part that we're missing is stay curious because there's only so much that that person can teach from what they're thinking of. And if you're not asking the question, um, they're not going to be able to teach you, and so you being teachable, you're going to run out. There's, there's, yes. they can't teach you stuff if they don't know what you need to be taught. Totally. And then, but also the internet just the came. Fact of, oh, two hundred percent. And if you want to learn more, you have to be curious. You That's have to right. be like, you know, why are tires circular? Yep. I, I don't know. Like, why aren't they triangles? I, I mean, it, it's very obvious why. But it's like I'm gonna just search that. <laughs> totally. See what happens. And you're like, oh, I, I'm finding out about cars. Like, oh, now I know that like Ford made the car. Like yes. the model, what model? Model T, Model X. I forgot. Yes. But it's like that, like kind of thing. Just kind of, all right. One question leads to the search, to leads to everything else.
1: That's right. Two two hundred percent. Sam taught me the the two hundred percent. Where did two hundred percent come from?
0: Um, I think I took it. So um, so in like gaming um i guess internet culture it's like um whenever you're like you do a super smart play or you say something smart or someone's making fun of you because you didn't say something smart you'll say like oh that's 200 iq or it's always and there's always like videos of like 200 iq outplay 200 IQ. and so for me i think i just took 200 iq and i decided to tell instead of telling people like yeah i'm like 100 percent certain I, I just double up on it and I'm like, I'm 200% 200. certain. And it could be completely false. And I'm like, yeah, 200%. 200 like, Yeah, we're in it. Yeah.
1: But everything that I've said on this podcast thus far that you've said 200% to is not completely false. It's... No, no, no. It's accurate. Right. Yeah, okay. 200%, to, saying, right? that. Yeah, yeah, 200% yeah. to that. Yeah, 200% to that. Okay, so... So, yeah, I want to get into all the gaming as well. Uh, we've been talking about Discord uh, on this channel quite a bit, uh, trying to help people better understand. I hope that that all that talk about the search bar um, maybe even brought a few names to your head. Uh, and I think you should empower them. And I think that you should uh, have coffee with them and invest in them uh, and open the door to uh, them being able to, to play a part that could take your church and your ministry to the next level. And at the very least, it's going to empower a person to feel more a part of the body of Christ and more a part of a church, more a part of a mission, more a part of a cause than they were before. Uh, and so I think that that alone is reason to do that and to raise them up and to build them up. Um, but I did want to get into TikTok and discord. Uh, this is a world and YouTube shorts. Sam is, is who turned me on YouTube shorts. I made uh, a few, um, uh, I've, I've alluded to a few, uh, comments about that in previous episodes. Um, but just th- this this whole next generation. And, and Sam, let, let, let's go here before we jump all into that, because Sam's a streamer on Twitch, understands this kind of whole internet culture. And, and a few episodes ago, we had Jonah Wiley on who talked about how he has an entire church. Uh, of people in Discord who have watched his TikTok videos and actually come to Discord to be discipled and to actually outwork their faith that started from a TikTok video. Uh, and so I just want Sam to be able to kind of speak to all of that. But Sam, I'm, I'm curious, um, and we've had this conversation before, but I just want our audience to be able to hear from you. Why why do you stay away from only talking about Gen Z and even just kind of the phrase Gen Z?
0: Um. So typically the people that say Gen Z a whole lot um, aren't that far away from Gen Z, Um, which is like, it's super strange to me. Um, And so a lot of the times I'll see like the the biggest thing that irks me in that area is more so um, like youth pastors. Um, Youth pastors are on the platform preaching to Gen Z, connecting with Gen Z. But for some reason, and I don't know if this comes from, um how preachers preach back in the day or in i i really don't know what it is but they'll be up on the platform and be like well you gen z but gen z doesn't call gen z gen z right um i like i i don't get why that is why that's like such an appealing thing to do and it kind of separates them um And it puts the pastor in a place where now you don't know if you can really connect to him because now you don't think that he understands the same things that you do because he just sectioned himself off from that. But he's the guy that you should be wanting to talk to. Um, Yep. And so it's super strange to me um, for someone that is literally investing their lives in these kids and in the youth to be like, well... I mean, you guys like also like the like, oh, I, I was born in, in a different generation and the youth pastor is 25 and the kids are 18. It's like, right. nah, man, you just got to watch Space Jam on VHS and we had to wait a little bit longer to rent it from Blockbuster. Right. Like that kind of vibe. Like it's not that far. It's just uh, like I, I don't even think I don't even know if Space J came out on VHS. I remember watching it at my house. I just uh, that was such a bad example too because people <laughs> grill me on that. Don't I? You know, uh, but uh, you can hop so on. That, like, uh, we'll, we'll
1: link to all this. You can hop on one of Sam's Twitch streams, and you can, you can let oh him gosh. know about it. And uh, the joke will be on you because you're actually feeding uh, Sam's algorithm. So, so we're winning. Sam will take all the hate because <laughs> anyway.
0: That's anyways. actually actually yeah that is that's a, that's yeah. A hop on, grill me, please. Is, hop that on my stream. Conversation. No, <laughs> um, but it's like that. I just don't like the Yeah. Um, Un- and, and, unnecessary separation and it, and it's funny because the reason it became such a big meme I think in like 2020 um, where boomer was like right. the biggest thing but no one is a boomer like we are not actually talking to boomers we're just creating a split and so the opposite of that is the zoomer which is the Gen Z and so it's this funny meme not necessarily being like oh this is the generational divide and it's like you want to separate yourself from us so bad that we're just going to reinvent the language that you're separating yourself with and use it like to our advantage to just make fun of you because we can. Um, And so it, it's kind of like, like a satirical like take on this whole like generational divide. Cause the generational divide doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. We should all be helping. We should all yep. be growing. We should all be learning. Um, So why do we want to split ourselves so bad in like, I was born in, I don't know, frigging 1940. Yep. Like I I was born in 1940 and you're like, all right, cool. You want to learn how to use TikTok? And they're like, yeah, teach me. Yep. So it's, I mean, and, I also and, disclaimer, and I don't know versa. anyone from the forties that wants to learn how to use TikTok, but like it's sure like that. We just, we just grow. Hey, it they, would, they
1: would crush on TikTok, by the way. They would, would crush amazing. on TikTok, but, it, but, but same vice versa. Hey, you were born in 2000, uh, like can you walk? Okay, cool. You want to learn how to uh, do graphic design? Graphic what? Yeah. It, it it works both ways, and so I love mm-hmm. that, Sam. The the heart of not uh, limiting, and I've even tried to like start limiting how I talk about because because again, yeah, I'm only thirty one. Like that's I'm it's not far. Uh, I am closer to Gen Z than to some of our listening audience, uh, and so but but it's easy for me to feel like oh like that generation or Sam was born in twenty like the two thousands, and it's like well I was only born nine years before that. Uh, right, and so stopping creating unnecessary divides where they don 't need to be divides, so in the spirit of uh, the unity of the generations, uh, we will be limiting how we talk about that, um, but that up and coming generation, Sam uh, and reaching them, what is their experience of social media, their experience of web three and and I say there i I also don't want to pitch Sam as like the resident uh, gen, gen next generation expert, <laughs> um, but I do think that from the conversations that I've had and where you sit, uh, you do bridge that gap very nicely um, in 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 terms of interacting with uh, lots of your coworkers, which are close to my age, uh, but also like. You're talking to the youth and you're speaking their language uh, and you speak and you help me speak that language better. Uh, And so I'm curious, what's their experience of all of that as as we're strategizing, as we're thinking about 2022, as we're thinking about who should we even be raising up and what should they be focused on? Because maybe it's not graphic design. That's not what I'm saying, but maybe it's not graphic design. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. this. What should our leaders and, and pastors who have those seats in the driver's seat, be looking for as we try to really take social media uh, into this next generation?
0: Um, So something to like, keep in mind is that a lot of the kids growing up right now, um, I think I would give it, I guess like three, four years under me. Um, uh, I mean, maybe a little bit more. I don't know how it's just like the release of technology. Like there's so much new stuff comes out. I don't even know when it is, Um, but a lot of these kids just growing up had access to computers, to phones, um, and it was just in their hands. So I remember getting my, like, first iPod Touch, I think in second grade, maybe? Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was, like, right after the OG iPod. And that one was a beast. I remember playing uh, Sonic the Hedgehog on that thing with a little, like, touch. Um, I didn't yeah, know you could do that. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Um, and so um, just going from that, like, I had access to that. But not every kid my age had access to it. So right there, I was already, like, an anomaly in that sense where I know how to use this. And then as we start growing um, – I guess like fourth, fifth grade, iPod touch has become a little bit more accessible to everyone. The pricing's not that much. Um, It's a good way to distract your kids without having them buy the new PlayStation or Xbox. Um, And so like the social media aspect is um, it's, I think it's been around since um, I I guess I would say since MySpace, Facebook came out. And ever since then it just trickled into the culture, like as far down as it could go. Um, to the point of it being in our daily lives right now and all ages use it. It's not just one age group because it used to be that. Grandma, uh, grandpa use it. And
1: you know, you finally get, you reach that age where you can, your parents let Mm -hmm. you on, right? Everybody.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because it started, Facebook started with, um, college students. Right. And it went from those college students that grew up and continuously used Facebook to now. Everything. Yep. Um, and so that's something like, I guess, to keep in mind with this up and coming generation is um, they're not strangers to the platform. Um, and there's no need to try to pretend like they are. Or, or even in the sense of um, that you are introducing something new on the platform, because by the time you either hop on or have been on it, it's already happened. And so um, you have to figure out what your goal is. Um, and that's something that I think we were talking about the other day is find out what the vision of your church, of your ministry, of what you wanna do, what is your goal, what is your vision, um, and focus in on that area. Because I think right now it's very easy on social media to look across um, the way. Um, it's like, I, I like to think of it as like running, like the, like the race, like running the race, you're in track, Yep. But instead of just going, you it's like pretending you're Usain Bolt and that you can look around and still beat everyone. Yes. But whenever you're looking around, you're actually going the same speed as them. That's right. Um, or they're a little bit ahead of you. And so it's like, why are you looking around? Just put your head down and go. Yep. Um, and so with that being said is like focus on that for your platform. Stop trying to put your hand on every single thing because you're not going to be able to do that. Um, whether it's not, you don't have the staff power. Whether maybe you do have the staff power, but what what is the whole reason of why you're doing what you're doing? Um, and I think it all comes down to that in the social media space. Um,
1: Drill down how to use it on your unique mm-hmm. DNA selling point. What you feel like the call of God on your house or on your ministry is, and go all in on that. On social media, what uh Sam? Given an encouragement, just you—you you do see. I know you go through seasons where you're not, you're trying to intentionally not look at church stuff just to kind of get get yeah. a fresh perspective, maybe get some new ideas. There's also seasons where you are aware of what's going on. What what do you see the church doing right now that would be an opportunity for a pivot? And maybe it's exactly what you um, just said.
0: Oh yeah, I think right now it's a lot of looking left and right, or I would say up. Um And for some reason, there's this like weird belief that every church is supposed to be a mega church or that is the long term goal. Um, but it's funny to me because um, and, and people will also grill those mega churches or churches turning into those mega churches. And then but they won't self-reflect and be like, oh, wait, I don't have community here. Oh, wait, I should be more intentional about the people around me. Um, they're just looking up so much and being like, you suck. You you aren't doing it right. You aren't doing it right. And then you look at and you're like, why are there numbers going? And you're looking at your numbers, you're like trying to calculate it all. And then and you don't realize that the core like belief in that uh mega church, uh wherever it is, is like community and intentionality from start to finish. Um something that uh I mean working at Shoreline um under like Pastor Onika's like creative direction, just learning how to set a table. Uh, yep. we were talking about the, the other date where, um, we, we had water bottles without like labels. Yes. But like, that's just a level of intentionality of setting the table. And that was just for us. Yes. Um, but that doesn't just happen for us. It's for everyone that walks through the door totally. from start to finish from each team. We're like, boom, we got to nail that down to the point where the person is like completely disarmed at the love and the level yes. of community that we have. Um,
1: yeah. And no, that's, so that's
0: like that's a like huge big
1: thing. That's huge. And I I and and that's just a good opportunity to like interject a little bit of Shoreline City culture into into the podcast. And I because and we're in this space, right? Like social media, vanity, it's about fame. It's about like it hi, it can highlight all of the wrong things. And I think um and obviously and what is on social media, it's it's what graphic designers have created and it's what videographers have put together and its photos that people have taken which are beautiful and uh in oftentimes highly produced or at least you know highly intentional with the colors or if you're doing a live video there might even be a filter like there's, there's just such high int- or at the if there isn't a filter you definitely thought about what was behind you like yeah. Sam's room is put together right now and if you're not watching this on YouTube you can head over to YouTube and see Sam's streaming setup but it's Yeah, i very- actually will
0: show you right now. Like I'm hiding a box right now. There you go.
1: Where's the box? Okay, you right. gotta
0: keep. Uh oh! All right, it's right. It's oh! I hit it! I hit it all the way. Actually. Yeah, you Wait. hit
1: it all there. But we all get no, to no, see. No, no, you can
0: see the little top of it <laughs> right here. <laughs> so are. I actually positioned my chair right here yes. to where no, like no matter where I end up, that's right. It's gonna be blocked. But it, that's it right. Just looks like it, it works. And,
1: and so this this piece of culture that Sam was talking about about our pastor Onika taking off uh, labels to Fiji water bottles. That that has less to do about aesthetic and how it looks. It you know I was even commenting on Sam. I was like, yeah, but the sticky residue. Like I'm not a fan of the sticky residue. Sam's like, I like the sticky residue, I'm but it's not it. about that. But it is like what what it is, and this is the Shoreline City culture. And hopefully this blesses you and maybe even thinks differently about how you approach things. It, what it what we would hope it communicates is not we're above Fiji. We don't want to promote something we're not about. We're not about that aesthetic, blah, 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 blah. And it can come across that way. What we're actually trying to communicate is that we love you so much that we took the time to take off every single wrapper uh, and just present you with a water bottle. Like you were thought about to the level of, we're going to take the wrappers off of each of these water bottles and just give you a water bottle that doesn't have like a brand on it or whatever. But it's not about the brand. It's about we took each one off for you yeah. because we love you. And I think what you're communicating, Sam, is we as the church have an opportunity to take that. What is unique about our house, which is irrespective of size, by the way, uh, you can be called to anything with 10 people or you can be called to anything with 10,000 people. Yeah, Um and how are you being so intentional? And again, not for the sake of aesthetic, but how are you being so intentional with what you're posting and what you're doing in the community that you're trying to attract and build in your tribe and pour in? Are you doing that on your social media? Or are you being too lazy to do that at all? Or are you just doing that in the building in the physical world, but you're not translating that to the digital world? Um, and so I think the call up, for this generation that's growing up where digital and physical are the same. Like that's just, it's the same thing. We're living in that yeah. same world and web three is only going to enforce this more, but how are you being intentional, uh, with that, those aspects that you might be intentional in your building, but you chose to neglect on your social media. Yeah.
0: That was what is, that,
1: is that what you're saying? 200. Is, yeah. is that a 200%? Yeah, 200%. 200%. Yeah, Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. 200%. That's what I'm saying. It's just, yeah. Just play to your strengths. That's right. So...
1: What, what Sam is, what is the biggest love language of this up and coming generation? Because the other risk is that social media just is the norm so much so that you just kind of ignore it. Like it's just, it's a given. That's not really what's driving uh, metrics anymore. That's not what's speaking love language. It's just, it's a given. Of course he would be on social media. Of course my favorite brands are going to actually have like for when we're growing up, like, of course they would have a physical building. How else do we know they exist? Um, And so what, what's that above and beyond? Like, what's that novelty, that communication to this up and coming generation of like, we care about you online. We're not just here with everybody else.
0: Um, I don't know if it can be put into the like, like exact love language, right? Like the five, five love languages. Um, I would say that just being like real um, online, like, uh, like you said, digital physical, same thing. Um, And so, how can you be the same thing on the same or uh, on the same yeah. platforms that you use? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, uh, how do you like, how does your front door look in person and how does your front door look online? Because if, if you can sit, like if you can play spot the difference with it, then you're wrong. Yes. It shouldn't be like, actually our front door online is actually like way better. Wait a Why? second. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Stop. Why? Because it should be the same. So that means that you're either you're lacking either some sort of intentionality, whether or or some sort of creativity. But that's where you can call people up higher because there are those people like everywhere. I'm not the only one there. Like so many people have so many good ideas. Um, And you just you just have to like you just have to find them. They're there. And people just like to not think about them or try to find them and think that they can solve it themselves, but you, you really can't, you, you need help. You need that community. Totally. And so, yeah, just keep it making sure that your physical and digital. They're, they're the same
1: match. Yep. That's mm-hmm. big. Be, because there is no difference between no. Uh, the, how this generation has grown up. And then, um, yeah. And I would also uh, piggy, piggyback on, onto that and say they might be on your staff, and they might be doing a different job because you told them to do that job. But uh, it, one of the uh, Ben, I'll give my buddy, Ben Lounsbury, uh, a shout out. He used this analogy one time um, where he was like, you might have a dishwasher at a restaurant, but he, but that dishwasher could cook a mean steak. You've just never asked him to cook a steak. And so I would, mm-hmm. I would even uh, challenge you as leaders of like, yeah, I'm, like we have a hundred people in our congregation. Uh, you know, we have three people on staff. Well, what, I mean, l- look at, look at, certainly look at the hundred, but also look at the three and be like, is there something that I've just never asked you to do that you could do? Uh, and, and and this is also true in larger uh, organizations as well. Maybe you have a staff of a hundred, uh, not just a congregation of a hundred, and you just haven't asked uh, or provided the space for someone to do something different. Um, and I, I would encourage you that that might be a place to start where you start looking at everybody you encounter as somebody that could fill this role, not just oh well, that's the janitor, or oh well, that's the that's the campus pastor that teaches every weekend, or that's you know th- these these gifts can reside in more people that aren't just volunteers or that aren't just hired. They might be on your staff already. So that that's a good word, Sam, uh, to be looking at at people differently. But I want to hop into Discord uh, and I want to hop into TikTok, maybe even uh, YouTube Shorts, just. Just anything, if, if, if you're a church and you're thinking about your strategy for the rest of 2022, um, as, as we kind of, th- this will be the last thing that we touch on uh, in yeah. this podcast. Um, it, and we might be here for, for another 10 minutes just because this, this is, <laughs> I think this is where it's at. I, I just would love to hear your thoughts on Discord as it relates to social media, and then even just the idea of TikTok and those types of videos being so short. And I don't think that's necessarily correlated to attention spans. That's a pet peeve of mine, but I haven't like fully fleshed that out yet that uh, the attraction of those short videos is not just that's how long people's attention spans are. I think Mm -hmm. it's just that creative maybe. Um, And then how that pertains to shorts and then maybe even how that pertains to long form content on YouTube. Let's just, let's just hover in that space. That's a lot. And I know you have a lot of thoughts on it, but but just as this next generation grows up and even uh, I keep saying next generation. This is the last no, thing good. before before I, I let yeah. S- Sam talk. But I but the reality is, fifty year olds are. what... My dad. I'm not going to make a blanket statement. My dad, who is I don't think dad is sixty yet. He's in his fifties. Was talking to me about how he wanted to borrow my YouTube Premium premium account because he found this YouTuber that is reviewing, he's Sam's age. So he's probably like 22, 23, 24. He and his buddy, and they review songs from my dad's era. And my dad is starting to watch YouTube more than he's watching television. My dad in his fifties. And so I really want to, I want to back this up because we say, all well, this next generation doesn't have attention span. And I think the reality is, All of us are consuming media the same way. We all watch YouTube. We're all on TikTok. We're all like, all of us love it. So let's not do the divide. Let's eliminate that. And so I want to say, Sam, this generation, 2022, all of us, assuming we're all in the same generation, the people living in 2022, what do those platforms of TikTok, YouTube, and Discord, what is that speaking to this era of humans?
0: Yeah, um, so I think the easiest way to look at Discord um, would be it's your Facebook group and your Zoom call. And you're, and if you're in the business world, you're Slack. Um, and your group it actually, chat. It, yeah, and your group chat. And so um, it very much looks like Slack. It looks like you hopped on Slack and it's great. <laughs> and you're like, why am I on Slack again? Yes. Um but to people younger that have never actually been in the business world to them it's discord. Um, and so discord's really great at, um, being able to, um, push content, but also create conversations about content. Um, and that's where you actually find the gold and you build a friendship. Um, so since I'm al- I'm always on my computer and I'm always playing online games, um, the ones to which you cannot pause, uh, if anyone was wondering, you cannot pause those. Um, you will get penalized, and the dopamine rush that hits while you're playing the games will get ruined um, if you are banned. And so, uh, so that's why uh, people cannot pause their games. If yes, want to keep playing. It's also there's competitive integrity and everything. Um, but uh, because of me playing that, I've been able to meet people on the internet from all over um, the place. I can name, I think, like three states right now. Um, I think Indiana um Ohio and Nebraska. Um, nice. I met people from all over and they're actually still my friends to this day. Uh, we don't really talk that much. Um but I know I can hit them up whenever and we actually have a history, which is so weird. Um and it was through Discord and games. Uh the platform is a little bit tricky to use I think right now without you having a goal for it rather uh, than really just establish that connection online and so I think that it would be a big win for um, online churches Um, and it would be a bigger win if you're willing to take the hit on the views of your YouTube stream or wherever you're streaming from um so Discord works in a way where you can hop in a voice call with other people and not only can you do that you can share video at the same time um and you can share your screen. Um and so you have the option of watching someone stream whenever you're in the call with them to see what they're watching at the same time or you can also pull up a stream and watch with and you're talking and you're engaging in that sense. Um, It definitely works a little bit better if you're more versed on the computer and definitely the quality sounds better when you put a little bit more into it, like um, different microphones, better webcams, and you kind of are just on there. Um, It's a platform that I think is growing still. I think they released in 2015, 2016, I think is when it came out. I could be completely wrong. Um, but that's when I started using it. Me and my friends had been using Skype uh, for the longest time. And Skype was not cutting it because, one, it looked ugly. That was very big for us. I remember that. We hated the way it looked. It didn't feel appropriate. Um, and, two, you couldn't just hang out in there and someone come in and come out. Um, it didn't feel like a room. It felt more like a professional conference call. And yep. so Discord very much takes the cake in the sense where it feels like a virtual space that you can walk into, walk out, you know the people, um, whether by name or by usernames, yep. um, but that connection is still very real. And also you can set up robots in there to basically do whatever you want, push your content, um, I mean, ban people, level up people to different roles, help moderate Conversation, help uh, create conversation too. I've seen some bots that will talk back to you. It's very creepy, but it's very cool at the same time. Yes. Um, And so that's just Discord in a nutshell. I'm kind of just watching the time here, just kind of going on to that. Yeah. Um, But um, it's a very cool platform. I think that churches should use it. Yes. I think it's very much a powerful software um, that no one has really dived into Mm -hmm. except for. the areas where it kind of like makes sense totally to use. So, in esports, um, and for the people that don't know, esports, uh, just video game organizations, um, that play at a professional level that's and right. they create online communities. that get communities.
1: paid just as much, if not yeah. more, than professional athletes I, that yeah, you're familiar with. Yes, that's yeah. worth saying. Esports is oh, going to be, it, it is a thing, uh, it's going it's to become huge. more mainstream for the people that, yeah, yeah, uh, Yeah.
0: I think. Overwatch League was passing on ESPN. And uh, that was a thing that they had set up, it's which crazy. is, I have a lot of thoughts about that,
1: but. More um, podcasts to come. Sam is also in our social media church discord, which is in the link uh, in this description. So hop in there. We yep. will all learn how to use discord together. <laughs> and if you have questions for Sam, that would be the place to ask Sam uh, and also yep. hop onto his church stream, which will also be uh, linked in the show notes of this episode. But, but Sam, so thank you for that discord. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Like, yeah. TikTok. So how does social media relate to the storehouse of community, which seems to be Discord?
0: And so um, Discord helps very much um, building relationships, not only on the server, but off the server too, because you can direct message, you can get in private calls, private video calls. Um, So you can create friends, you have a friends list and everything like that. Um, Whenever it comes to TikTok, um, I think that it would be better. So once you hit a certain amount of followers on TikTok, you can apply to be, um, a I don't know TikTok Plus, TikTok Next. I don't know what it's called. I really don't know. Um, but you can apply to be that, and you get a link. Um, and I think that instead of posting like a link tree or a like a was social social house social club is that something, like that. But, some, but something like that? There's some a link that houses all oh, of yeah, your other links. Um sometimes it's more beneficial. I've seen a lot of people actually grow from just putting a Discord link in there on TikTok. Um and then I guess we could go into like a little TikTok um the use for TikTok. Yes. Um we have to realize that TikTok is a very um raw platform. Um and it correlates a lot to um cl- like a lot closely to Vine. Yes. Um where Vine used to be a social media platform six second videos. You had to convey everything that you wanted to in six seconds, or else it just cut you off, but it would loop. And so TikTok actually gives us some grace. Um, 15, 60, 15 seconds, 60 seconds, and three minutes um, is now the time length that you have. Um, your three minute vi- videos, very risky. Your topic has to be super engaging and I yes. have to be very focused on it. Or I give up on the three minute ones. I just scroll, skip through because i'm like i'm on tiktok i just want to swipe um yep and so um we got to make sure that whenever we're on tiktok um uh, not to be promoting um because the only promotion that um, you do on tiktok is like um uh, ads like hashtag ads i guess that's like the best way to do it like where a company sponsor you to do that and so promotion is not like the biggest thing on TikTok. It's just trying to really establish a connection with people. Yep. Um and so whether that be through music, um comedy, dancing was super popular um at first I 2020 everyone remembers little TikTok. I feel like 2020 was Fortnite dances and TikTok moves. Yep. Like that was yep. literally Is that not a thing?
1: thing? Because I think some people listening, uh actually the majority of people listening may who are not on TikTok may feel like, "Oh, TikTok is a thing where people do weird dancing." Uh, that might not be the case anymore.
0: No, yeah, that's actually, um, that was just a thing where the algorithm would push a popular song. And so people started doing dances to the song and it started pushing, but then they started refining the algorithm. So now it's like the for you page is for you. So from the search to uh, how long you look at something to if you click, if you're not interested in it, um, it's going to like, Gear everything towards you, and just like set you up for like the best for you page that they think possible. And with that comes more than just dancing, but it also opens um, the space up more for like what can you do in that space, especially as a church. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the biggest, uh, I think, little tiny case studies that I did was over La La Land Cafe, um, which is like a it's a really nice aesthetically pleasing cafe here in Dallas, also in California. And they have racked up over 5 million followers, um, probably more right now, um, just by doing something they call drive-by kindness. They have not once posted about coffee. I, I scrolled and I they, scrolled. Their whole feed. I, I wanted them so bad to have a latte somewhere, just to be like, aha. No, nothing. People being kind to random strangers on the street boosted them up.
1: And it's not even like, and the kindness isn't like a free La La Land coffee. Like their page, all they are is a cafe. So business-wise, they're 100%, 200% about coffee. Their their TikTok page, 0% about coffee. Nothing. Nothing to do with coffee on their page.
0: No, yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Like the na- the username itself doesn't even make sense. Um, and so that's something, um, that also kind of spills over to other social media is yes. And and it goes back to what we talked about earlier. What is your vision? What is your goal? Yes. Um, we have to keep in mind that, uh, we are not supposed to be marketing firms, um, and that we are not club promoters. And I think that the line gets blurred a lot of the times. Um, and, and you have to be very very specific on that. Like you, you have to be like, okay, does this look like a club promoter? Cause I have seen some posters and I'm like,
1: there's no difference here right. between, yeah. Yeah. You, between the okay, Friday night like, party and the Sunday service.
0: Yeah. You, you throw up a time, you throw up a price and you throw up, I guess people that are showing up and you got yourself a promotion poster. Um, yep. And so you have to be very careful about that and just realize that um you also have more to give to people and maybe you don't have you haven't figured that out yet but your organization your yes. platform um it's there for a reason and you have to discover what that reason is to give it to everyone because everyone's here for a different purpose and That's right. We're supposed to try to help each other find what we need to find. Um and, and so, so I tick, guess,
1: TikTok specifically, you have a yeah. unique opportunity to be something very different than what you're talking about from the pulpit. Same principles: don't be a different person. Don't like, like Sam said, don't don't have a yeah. a really crappy um, physical front door and a really beautiful online front door. Like, be be congruent. Like, I feel like if you go to La La Land Cafe, I still haven't been. I'm sure their coffee tastes great, and I'm sure their people are even better. But there's a there's a consistent feel, but they're going to promote kindness. And how much more should we as churches be able in ministries that are promoting Jesus, right? Be able to do these things without having to quote scripture per se, talk about our building, talk about our next event, talk like we can just be Jesus to people on TikTok. And that can look a lot of different ways. And I think what you're getting at, Sam, is that we should permit ourselves as churches and as ministries to explore the gray area of like, oh man, this this isn't like what we're doing on Sunday, but it's not disingenuous to who we are as people.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. I think um I just came up with this idea right now. I guess it's free idea for anyone. <laughs> um uh so on TikTok, I, I don't think I've seen anyone do this. Um, I don't think my for you page is like geared towards that. I think I get probably one like Christian meme every two weeks yes, Um, and it'll just slip in there and I'll be like, Whoa, how did I get there? Um, But it's like, I mean, yeah, everyone's for you page is different. Um, But definitely I think it'd be super awesome to see like a church um, that would just post their videos, like serving, serving others, serving people, maybe um, just, but also just keeping in mind that you don't need to have yourself a Sony a seven Three. Totally. I don't even know if I'm saying the right numbers, yeah. but it's like you don't need a high quality camera with your like $500. Filter. Like, use your iPhone 13 that you have. Totally. Record it um, if you really want to. Throw it in a premiere, add a caption on it. Really basic, really simple, and just serve and just show that serving. Um, you don't. You don't even have to put church really in your TikTok username. I don't think La La Land has cafe in their name.
1: It's just La say. La Land.
0: Um, I think it might just be La La Land, but I also think that might be the movie too. Cause there's like copyright yeah. stuff for that. Um, but I definitely would say that like, just trying to just, just be the church in that space. That would be one thing. It's just like, boom, here's us serving, but never uh-huh. really. And and not like in the middle of serving being like, here's, here's our services continue serving like no ad breaks, no nothing in the middle. Let's just keep going. Let's just keep it 30 seconds. Boom. Um, We just bless people. Let's go next. That's so Um, good. And so, yeah, so that was that idea. And then I guess we could go into YouTube shorts. Yeah. What, what role does
1: YouTube just play in, in, in the life of, of all this? Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, YouTube shorts is something that me and Aaron have actually been trying to figure out. Um, I've been trying to post specific gaming videos to shorts and Aaron has literally been posting random videos, random videos
1: from my art, my, my picture archive app and look right now to see how they're performing. Uh,
0: yeah. Check. I haven't even been on, I, I gave up on looking at the stats. Also social um,
1: media church. We've, we've been testing this. The the team yeah. is posting, uh, videos from pod, just podcast <laughs> clips that we have in the archives, but we're posting one a day.
0: So this is something that I actually saw the other day because I like to watch those videos where people are like, how to get more followers on Instagram? How to get like, I love watching those because sometimes I'm like, man, you are a liar. You got lucky and you're just trying to get me to give you a view. Um, I, I love people, but sometimes it's just like that. And uh, so I'm looking at this video and this guy is saying how um, there was an update from Instagram saying that they're going to push Reels a little bit more. And I think TikTok, Reels, YouTube, I think you're in the same spot with all of them. I do not, I very much don't think that there is a difference in the content that you should be making from each one. Um, Interesting. Because I think Instagram, uh, you think of Instagram and you're like, oh, this is a super aesthetic place. Photos, photos of my food, photos of my dog, photos of my house, my photos, my vacation photos only. Uh, that's not the case anymore. Right now, they just want videos. They yep. will push your video to the top. I have seen um accounts with 150 followers get 4k views on a reel um uh, that should not be happening right um but that is their main focus and um i think once you can nail that short form content down and figure out what you need to be doing on there um i think that that is a huge win i think the same thing goes for shorts youtube definitely is like Um, You guys are getting big in this space. I don't want to be left behind. I'm going to do the same thing. And so they're pushing, pushing shorts uh, as well. I actually looked on social blade the other day and I found this family of four from Russia that has been growing for the past six months to astronomical levels. They're like the top eight growing YouTube channel right now. And all they have posted for the past six months has been shorts um, there has been no full-length YouTube video. Nothing. Um, the craziest part about that is that they don't make money off of shorts. Um, I, I at least I don't think you do. There yeah, might be know. some monetization. I'm not sure. I'm not at that level of YouTube to be like, yeah, this is how you make no, money. No, nor uh, am I. Nor am I. But, uh, but that's all they it have is. Just no gone.
1: long-form content. No Nothing. videos over than three minutes. Like it just, it's all shorts. For, for that short period of time, and we're talking for the past month, Sam and I have been checking, past month, month and a half, they have been between number five and number eight on yeah. all YouTube channels around the world. All, all of them on the platform, that's where they sit, and all they're posting yeah. is shorts.
0: It's it's really crazy, um, and their shorts don't really make sense either, I guess, to me. Yeah, it's not um, like high-quality content. Like, it's not super no, engaging. There's no speaking. It's like a sound the whole time. Um It, yeah, I'm shocked by it, but that's just what it's uh, looking like. I do think that YouTube is in here for the long run. Yeah. I do think YouTube TV is going to stay around. I think that YouTube longer videos are going to be around. Like, I mean, it's always good to have more information. Um, but I do think shorts will definitely help you. Um, some, um, some things that I've seen is, um, using your shorts or your reels or your TikToks to direct. To your YouTube channel, um, to the main YouTube video, like you get an interesting hook on that video, mm-hmm. and you turn it into a short, and then you're like, "Oh, you want to watch more? Go to our YouTube channel or check it out here on YouTube." But it's definitely, it's it definitely works to help you. It doesn't work against you, right? Um, and also a big thing is like, don't get bummed out. If your numbers on your full YouTube video are smaller than your short, because yep. they're not pushing your, your full YouTube video, they are pushing your short on the shorts tab. That's right. Um, same for Instagram is like uh, just don't just don't get bummed out when your numbers aren't that high um, because there's just certain things the algorithm is going to push, and you'll see that, and you just want to focus in on those spaces and just go for it.
1: That's right. Man, Sam, this has been uh, ex- <laughs> exactly like our conversations at work. Uh, exactly, exactly in that vein. It's been thought provoking, it's been riveting, it's been uh, so good. And uh, we, there will be more to come. Uh, I've, I've asked Sam to speak at our conference this year. So uh, year two, Sam will be uh, contributing a thought. You don't want to miss out on that. But like I said, you can reach Sam right now. You can go hop into our uh, social media church Discord server and you can uh, shoot Sam a message, Sam D. You can also just... We're going to put all of his links. There's too many to count uh, into the show notes of this uh, episode. And so you're, you'll, you'll be able to uh, connect with him there, connect with him on social media. Uh, man, we didn't even talk about Pinterest, uh, but Sam oh, was yeah. super bullish on Pinterest. And so um, that, that might be another episode that we need to record just talking about how, how churches could leverage Pinterest better. But But you can follow Sam on Pinterest, see some of the cool t-shirts he's created because he has developed that skill of being able yeah. to make some dope merch. Um. And did you make the Shoreline City music hat that I'm wearing? Right um.
0: Now? I did not. I think that was PO, honestly. I think okay. she just went I'll, for it. I'll pass her uh, in it, again. It's, it was awesome.
1: Um, so yeah, Sam, thank you so much for being here. Uh, there was something else that I was going to say. Oh, I wanted to say, Sam, I, Sam would never tell you this, but I know that there have been multiple creative teams that have just invited Sam in to just on a zoom call, just hop in and speak to their creative team. If you're in a season where you want Sam, uh, to just hop in, maybe give a word of encouragement, maybe even, uh, just kind of chat or pitch some of these ideas to your team, Uh, hop in our discord server, find one of the links in the show notes, of this description, reach out to Sam. Sam is one of the most generous people I know, and he cares about the kingdom and the church more than anything. Uh, and so even if he hasn't met you, he cares about your church as do we here at the social media church podcast. So Sam, thanks so much for hopping on the podcast, man. Any, any final words that you want to leave our, our audience with?
0: Um, I guess just thank you for having me on here. It's been a blessing. It's been super awesome. Um, I like talking to you. We sit right next to each other, so it's always fun. Um, yes, but um, I guess just don't don't be afraid to do your thing. I think that's like the biggest takeaway is just, yep. just go for it.
1: Know what your thing is and don't be afraid on the road that it takes you down because uh, you might find that creative idea and and it is probably worth executing on. If you're a little unsure, ask Sam. Uh, hey Sam, should we do this? Uh, and I would trust Sam uh, to, to to. I would I would take advice from Sam is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you would be so kind, we'd encourage you hit subscribe because content like this has a greater chance of reaching the ears that need to hear it when you hit subscribe and write a review. We would appreciate that. If you didn't know that we're on YouTube, we are on YouTube. You can hit subscribe there as well. Also watch some of our shorts as we test it out together. And then the biggest thing, hop into that Discord server. That is going to be a great place for us to talk through these ideas. And it's not just me or Nils or Sam talking on a podcast, but we all get to talk together and build community, meet each other. We haven't opened... Uh, I, I still want to do that. I think you eventually we'll do this podcast, but we'll do it in a channel on Discord where this will be live. So maybe we can get some real-time feedback from listeners. Discord, our social media Discord is where you want to be. Uh, So hop in there and we'll talk to you on the next
0: episode.